Welcome to Mind Your Small Business, a brand new podcast from AXA which makes starting or running a business easier. This week we're going to chat about the scary yet utterly exhilarating topic of being your own boss. I'm Gordon Rutherford from AXA and this week I'm delighted to be joined by Lauren Livingston, Caroline Gowing and Vicky Matthews. Lauren launched her digital marketing business, Live Creative, in December 2020, right in the midst of lockdown. Caroline and Vicky have been going a little longer. Their PA services business, Pink Spaghetti, began in 2009. So good morning, Lauren, Caroline and Vicky. Morning. morning. Thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, Let's begin by finding out a little bit more about what you all do. So starting with you, Lauren, please tell our listeners a little bit more about Live Creative and why you decided to go out and be your own boss. Thank you very much for having me. Um, My company is a digital marketing company specialising in social media management, website design, branding and SEO work. I started my business in the midst of lockdown. I had a, I'd moved to London and I started my first marketing job and I absolutely loved it. I found a real passion for digital marketing, content creation and um, photography. But um, I did feel a little bit limited due to there's a lot of regulations and safeguarding um, in a school, working in a school. So my content was quite, quite limited there. And paying London rent prices whilst in lockdown also wasn't too fun. So I decided to come back home where all my family live in Scotland and go at it alone. And it was one of the best decisions I've ever made. I, within the first week of setting up my website and doing a little bit of advertising, I had my first client. So from then it just carried on and it's been the best thing I've done. And my passion really lies in supporting local businesses. And um, yeah, that's how I got started. Fantastic. Thanks, Lauren. I love that word passion. It seems that every podcast we do, um, somebody talks about their passion and that that's an amazing thing. Um, turning to yourselves, Caroline and Vicky, what's the story behind Pink Spaghetti? Um, so Pink Spaghetti, we're um, personal and virtual assistants uh, to small business owners, really micro business owners. Um, we carry out tasks that uh, small businesses don't have the time, the knowledge or the inclination to do. So it's quite a varied role. Um, we started in 2009. Um, Vicky and I both had uh, corporate careers, but with young families, uh, for me, it took me travelling. For Vicky, it was long hours. Um, and that with, long, with young children just, just doesn't work. So we both had the idea for the, um, for the business to give us a lot more flexibility. Um, we're both very highly organised people. <laughs> so, uh, so it seems like natural a natural business for us um and like lauren said it's the best thing we ever did excellent thank you and i have to ask where did the name come from <laughs> i have to say i would be uh, rich if uh, every time someone asked me that uh, it, it's been one of our best decisions um when we were thinking about setting up pink spaghetti uh we wanted something that was a bit different uh, we didn't want to be um you know cheshire virtual pa services or something like that um so we we thought about um how we met and we met through our eldest uh, daughters who were then very young sort of uh, i think sort of one year, year old each um they're now sort of 17 so you can see how long ago that was uh, but at the time they both loved spaghetti and we thought actually this is perfect it's that we're sorting out a tangled mess in people's lives uh, but then it also sounded like we were going to be making people uh, Italian food. So we thought, OK, what do a lot of big brands have in their name? And a lot of big brands uh, have a colour. So uh, our daughter's favourite colour at the time was pink. 
Uh, and so we put the two together and uh, Pink Spaghetti was born. And I have to say, it has been one of our best decisions ever because it's really memorable. Uh, people ask us about it a lot. Um, and, you know, kind of even if people don't know what we do, they remember the name. So, uh, yeah, a really good decision for us and inspired by the reason why we started the business, really, to have that flexibility uh, with our daughters. Which is um, it's a fantastic story. And, and I guess... Uh... You know, there's a little tip there for anybody who is thinking of starting their own business because one of the things that you wrestle with is always, well, what do I call it? You don't want to call it, you know, AB Builders sort of thing. Yeah. Um, so, it's, so it's really, that is a really clever way of doing it. Uh, and as you say, it gets people talking, you know, people ask you about it, which is which is fantastic. Um Okay, moving on. So it's become almost traditional, uh, predictable, some would say, that we always get the ball rolling in, on these episodes by looking at some numbers. According to smeloans.co.uk, almost two-thirds of the UK workforce want to set up their own business. And research from circularboard.com reveals that a staggering two-thirds of business owners have absolutely no experience of managing a business before going out on their own. So... Let me ask, uh, again, going to, to Caroline and Vicky first, did you guys have any relevant experience of running a business before starting Pink Spaghetti? Uh, I think we had corporate experience. So we we both had you know corporate careers, and so we've got a lot of business experience. Um, but I don't think we realised how little we probably knew about what it takes to run your own small business um, and, until we actually started. We were really fortunate, though, that when we launched, there was loads of... Um, government support uh, for us so that we could go. We attended every single uh, workshop there was about, you know, marketing your small business, accounting for your small business, literally anything. We had a, a small business mentor. Uh, we were really, really fortunate. So we sort of kind of sucked up and absorbed all the, the support and knowledge that we could get um, and very quickly became experts because that's what we do. We sort of take everything, digest it and work it out and, and sort of then take action. But certainly I think the fact that we've got corporate experience helped, but, you know, there is nothing like running your own small business. I think it is a, a very different beast. No, absolutely. And I think I think that, again, it's a common theme with the podcast. People talk about that uh, that uh, necessity of having to be the marketing director and the finance director and the IT director all at once and the HR director, yeah, no, you know, it's, it's, it's... You've no longer got that phone where you can just dial a sales department or dial HR. It's It's all you. Absolutely, absolutely. And um, did did that aspect scare you at all when you were going out with Pink Spaghetti? I think it takes a while to realise, actually. I think you go in as small business owners, in our case, VA services, but whether you're a florist or an osteopath, and then I think it slowly dawns on you quite how much there is in the background to do. Yeah, I guess. And I mean, coming to you, Lauren, uh, that that thing about um, when you go into it, you go into it full of... Uh, excitement and it is quite an accelerating thing that you're you're undertaking um, and maybe you don't think about the fact that you have no experience in doing this um, did that aspect scare you at all did it keep you awake at night definitely yes I think I made several lists of pros and cons of just going at it alone and it kept coming up that I have no experience in invoicing and taxes and anything finance related I'm really bad at so I actually am really lucky that I could work my mum's an accountant so I kind of had to hire my mum as to do all my invoicing and show me how to work through it but it was really um really a worry before I got into it that I'd have to do it all alone so but I've learned so much so everything 
everything that's happened along the way has been a blessing and a massive, massive lesson for me. So your mum's your finance director then? <laughs> she is, yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Um, just staying with you, Lauren, you've been your own boss now for almost a year. What's been the best thing about it? Um, I actually love being my own boss. It is the best thing that I've done. And I'd say the best thing about being my own boss is having full control on decision making. Um, I love to build one-to-one relationships with each of my clients and just taking the time to get to know people, get to know the work that they put into their businesses and the products that they sell as well. I have some really, really talented um, clients. So just getting to know people on that personal level and professional level has been amazing. Also being able to work in my own space, my own creative space. And I mean, working from home, working for yourself has has those pros, I guess. And definitely challenging myself um, to grow my business and learn every day. I feel like every single day I learn something new. Um, So I found that the best thing about being my own boss, definitely. Excellent. Thank you. And Caroline, you've been doing it for a bit longer now, but what, what would you say is best for you about being your own boss? Uh, For us, the reason we set it up, flexibility and freedom. As we've grown our business, the flexibility has been just so important to us. um, uh, And it's really important. I think, you know, the the fact that we don't have to to ask anybody if we want to go to a, you know, a sports day or if a child is off sick, it it doesn't matter. We can change our hours. We're home based. um, We we choose when and where we work, which is which is fantastic. I think for us, because we're a partnership, it's been amazing that we can uh, bounce ideas off each other. Um, so that's, you know, that's really, really good. Um, and we love clients. You know, again, we can choose the clients that you want to work with, which is wonderful. Uh, we work with some really entrepreneurial and varied clients. Um, and again, if we were working for somebody else, we wouldn't be able to choose that, you know, that client base quite as easily. So, uh, yes, yeah, it's, it's all, all been wonderful. Indeed. So I mean, it's 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 evident there's uh, from from both uh, businesses. It's evident there's lots of uh, pluses about being your own boss, but it can't all be uh, rosy in the garden all the time. And turning to you, Vicky, we've heard all about the best things, but what's the worst thing about being your own boss? I think um, certainly at the beginning, it, we found it quite hard to detach ourselves from the business and switch off. Um, you know, you, you, your mind is always thinking about, you know, the next project, you know, what, what you're going to do next with the business, because it is exciting um, and it is so much part of, of you. It's kind of your baby. Um, but you have got to learn to to actually sort of be there in the present with your family or your friends, whatever you're doing, and um, not be constantly sort of checking your email or the WhatsApp group or what's going on. Um, so we've we've sort of learned over the years to sort of set ourselves some rules, try not to check emails after a certain time of night, um, you know, that, that type of thing, try to detach ourselves much more. And, and I think also not feeling guilty if we're not working, because there is always something you can do when you have your own small business. But actually, the reason that we set up our business was to have the flexibility and the work-life balance. Um, and, you know, if you're taking time off to be with the, the family or whatever it is, that you shouldn't be feel guilty about that. You know, the, the work is still being done. We're still delivering, um, but we're actually getting getting those benefits. So we've got much better over the years, definitely. Um, but it has been a, you know, sort of a hard, hard learning curve, I think, definitely. Yeah, I think it is for most people who are who are running their own business, and um, it's actually really interesting and really topical because we do our own research at AXA, 
um, and something that is, that is hot off the press that we were just talking about yesterday, actually, uh, is the fact that we've recently discovered that 26% of self-employed people have real concerns over their work-life balance. And that's that's a number that we track over time and has doubled in the last year. Um, is that something that concerns you, Lauren, at all? Yes, definitely. I think because, you know, obviously you just live and breathe your, your work, it's so hard to switch off and you're constantly thinking about what you could be doing with your time if you're, you know, just relaxing. I do sometimes feel a bit guilty if I'm just doing nothing and I could be working, but it's definitely important to keep that um, healthy work-life balance. And again, it's very similar to Caroline and Vicky, just setting rules in place and setting times to be working. And you will find the odd weekend and evenings that you're just opening up your laptop. And I'm very guilty for first thing in the morning, just switching on my emails. But um, I think over time, that's something that definitely needs worked on and improved just to kind of wake up naturally and enjoy your morning and then start your work as you would if you were going to a job. No, absolutely. And um, there's good advice in that. And it allows me shamelessly to plug a couple of earlier episodes in this series where we have touched on uh, things like work-life balance and and kind of well-being. And I think when you're self-employed and, uh, you know, perhaps you might not have the same support network as you do working for a big corporation it's really really important mm. to be cognizant of that and uh recognize the signs and make sure that you're not glued to your laptop 24 7 because you do need to take uh time out to refresh and recharge the batteries it's, it's so important um Definitely. let's let's come on to uh away from that kind of darker side i guess onto onto the eureka moment and lauren um if, if i can stay with you just now uh, was it a defining moment when you knew this was it? You absolutely wanted to go alone. Yes, I think I was sort of torn between would I be able to do it? And I'm so lucky to have my mum behind me to say, you absolutely can do it. But for me, the feeling that I just knew I definitely wanted to go out alone was when my first client turned around and said, I was so nervous. I was building a website for her and I sent it over to her and for half an hour, I didn't hear anything. I was like, oh no. And then she called me and said, I absolutely love it. And for me, I was just like, I think I can do this. And I actually couldn't believe when she was saying she loved the work I'd done for her. Um, but it was a real penny drop moment for me. And I thought, this is absolutely what I want to do. And I feel like I can do it. I just knew with a bit of self-belief and confidence that I could do really well with it. So that was the moment for me, definitely. Uh, it's an amazing feeling, that moment. I was self-employed for five years and uh, I remember I get my first client, but the biggest the biggest problem really with it was I had no idea what to pitch the price at. Okay. Um, and I don't know I don't know if you were the same, Lauren, because you don't want to go too high Absolutely. and become uncompetitive, but you don't want to go so low <laughs> that they think, wait a minute, this is this is too cheap. Am I getting something that's that's you know so I mean how did you how did you overcome that? How did you do it? Oh, that's so funny you say that because it was a massive thing for me at the start and it was again like my mom kept saying to me, You can go higher with your pricing, Lauren and I'm like, But I don't know if they'll like my work and I think after I got my first client who loved it, I was kind of, it gave me it gave me that confidence to to set some pricing and sort of um know that that reflects on my my hard work. So but no, it is a difficult one because you don't want to go too high and people think, Oh my goodness, that's a bit expensive and likewise if you go too cheap people people might think that the quality's not there. So yeah, that is a hard one. No indeed. Um, and turning to you, Caroline, what was what was the defining moment when you knew uh, this was it? You were going to you were going to make something of pink spaghetti. 
uh, we knew the exact date when that was. It was uh, New Year's Eve going into 2014. Um, Vicky and I had talked endlessly about it over you know many 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 months. Um, you know what if. Um, and that night, the two families were together, uh, probably alcohol involved. Um, and we kind of were at a point, we realised we're at a point where I was um, just about to finish a contract um, that I was working on. And Vicky had the opportunity to uh, apply for voluntary redundancy. So it was a kind of, you know, if we don't do this now, we're going to be going back into other things and, and we'll miss that opportunity. So let's give it a go. And we're very pleased we did. Excellent. And do you recommend starting a business when there's lots of alcohol involved? Oh yeah. <laughs> can I just say? Can I just say that we did the decision we made was that we're going to we're going to do this. Let's go in January separately. Go and research, which is what we do all the time for clients. Uh, research, look at: is there a market? Can we do this? How would we price? What would we offer as a service? And come back at the end of January. Uh, sober sober uh <laughs> to, to decide whether we would go ahead and we we came back and it was like we'd done the research together we had both made the same um opinions and uh found the same things and decided the same way forward and we're quite lucky that that's really how the business has run ever since fantastic i mean lauren you've been doing this now for uh well for almost a year um what's been the most surprising thing for you about being self-employed I think just that it's a sort of a positive surprise, but the freedom, I just love managing my own time, love being able to take days off when I want or just taking some holidays, um, planning content in advance. So it allows me, allows me to do things during the day. It's just every week, I think I'm just surprised of how much freedom I can have with my time and not have to put in a holiday request form and have to check with people that can take days off. So I absolutely love that about being my own boss and it's definitely a pleasant surprise. Yeah, I mean, it is great, that aspect. And, you know, one, once you go over the guilt of deciding you're not going to work on a Monday just because you don't want to, <laughs> then it's, it's, you know, it's great. Absolutely. <laughs> um, and Caroline and Vicky, I mean, you've obviously been doing this for, for 12 years now. Um, did, is there anything that still surprises you about being self-employed? I think it's, it's how satisfying each day is to have a career that you love. I think we both are really passionate about what we do. Um, we love working with the, the people that we work with. Um, and, you know, you never have that dreaded Sunday night feeling that you, you have when you're employed, thinking, oh, gosh, I have to go to work the next day. Um, so, it, you know, it really does transform things. We would highly recommend doing um, what we're doing um, you know, to anyone for something and um, we'd say follow your dreams however hard it is okay and, and just just staying with you caroline and vicky do you think anyone can do this become self-employed uh no i don't think anybody can uh i think our experience over the years with the number of um people we've worked with um has shown that that self-employment isn't for everybody um it is rewarding but it is hard it takes time uh, it takes time, as we've talked about, and as Lauren has said, it's it's not just your nine to five. It can be evenings, it can be weekends to start up. Uh, you definitely need resilience, um, tenacity, and you've got to be a real proactive person, a self-starter. Um, it, it is hard, and, and you'll have knocks and setbacks, um, but you've got to be somebody that can pick yourself up, learn from whatever you know mistakes you've made, and and carry on. And that's not for everybody. Indeed, uh, I think that's that's wise words. Lauren, what would your view on that be? Um, I would have to disagree. I think that 
anybody can um, be self-employed if that's what they want to do. I genuinely live by the motto, to achieve you must believe, and a lot of people around me say it's very cliche, And but I do believe that anyone is capable of anything if they do put their mind to it, their energy, and it does take a lot of hard work, but if you want it, I definitely believe that you can achieve it. I have no experience in marketing, no qualifications in marketing, and I just had the real passion and energy to to achieve and I believed in myself and the results came. So I definitely do think that anyone can do it if they want to do it. Interesting. So I mean kinda kinda conflicting views a little, but I I I think there's probably a, a, a bit of um I think you're all right in a sense. I do think anyone can do it if they have the right mindset. But I think people do need to go into it with their eyes open because uh, as Caroline and Vicky were saying, you, you know, the, the the amount of resilience and tenacity that you need and, and you know, you have to be proactive. I mean, this is one of the things, there's a lot of people who have dreams, you know, as we spoke about earlier, that two thirds of people dream about starting their own business. But, you know, there's there's some days when you're self-employed and you are out there knocking doors or on the phones just trying to get business in. And if you don't have that, that proactivity and that tenacity and the ability to uh, resist the hard knocks, you won't survive for very long. So, so I think I do think you're right, Lauren. I think anyone can do it if they put their their mind into it and their energy and their hard work. But I think people do need to be prepared that you know it's not it's not like build it and they will come. You know, I, I think mm, in, my, in my own experience, is a huge is a huge thing. Yeah, you know, any sport. But I think Lauren's absolutely right. Mind mindset is yeah, yeah, vital. I I, I totally agree. Um, and Lauren, what what advice would you give to someone who is uh, perhaps listening to this podcast and thinking of becoming self-employed? Um, I would definitely say not to wait until you're ready. I think a lot of people wait for the right moment or when you know they're financially ready. But my advice would be to just absolutely go for it. If it's something that you're really passionate about, if it's a side hustle or hobby that you want to make into a career, then just absolutely do it or give it a try make a plan, believe in yourself and just go for it. There's a lot of time wasted for the right moment to come or when you feel ready to just go for it. But often the right time will never, will never come or the right time is now. So I also would say that hard work definitely pays off. Um, running your business consciously from the heart, using your intuition to guide you and just putting in the hours, making sure that you are just putting in the work and results will come. Patience as well, I think, is a massive thing. It's quite easy to give up at the first hurdle and think, I'm never going to do this. But I think if you keep trying, um, show real resilience, then you absolutely can do it. Excellent. Thank you. And Caroline and Vicky, same question. What advice would you give to someone who's thinking of becoming self-employed? I think uh, I would agree totally with, with the sort of advice that Lauren has given. I think if you've got a great idea, you know, stop procrastinating, go for it. We we planned and thought about our idea for about nine months um, and, you know, researched it to the hill. And that was all, you know, it, it stood us in good stead. But actually, we could have just gone for it on day one. So um, I think, you know, really just believe in yourself and go for it. Use all the support and tools that are out there to help you. Don't be afraid to ask for help. And, and um, you know, there is so much support there, whether it's, you know, technical support or just actually sometimes using someone as a sounding board uh, when you're having a, a bad day. I know that for us, it, you know, in those early days, you know, we were lucky we had each other. So, you know, 
bring each other and go, oh gosh, you know, this just isn't working. I can't do this. And the other one usually would be having a good day and would would sort of you know buoy us up and vice versa. So that that was that was huge. You know, you know, talk to people, use use that support that's out there. Um, and finally, I think believe in yourself. You know, if you've got a great idea, you've got a passion for something, go for it. Um, and you know, fingers crossed, it will it will, it will make a, a successful business for yourself that you will absolutely love. Thank you, thank you, Vicky, Caroline, and Lauren. Um, there's been there's been some outstanding insight today, and you know, usually we wrap up with the kind of the the key takeaways from uh, the episode, and I think really the last few minutes have encompassed that because you know you've both you've both said look you know if you've got an idea go for it don't procrastinate get out there and, and make it happen because there's never a right time you know and then Lauren launched her business in the midst of a pandemic and that a lot of people would have said well no not now I'm not going to do that but you know then you come out of the pandemic and you've got other economic crises going on in the country and what have you and you know you're probably right there probably never is a great time to do it um, but I think you, you've both agreed that the, the mindset is, is absolutely critical uh, you know, if you're going to do it, you have to be completely invested in it. You have to be completely focused. Uh, you have to be ready for it. And I think um, you, you both spoke uh, really eloquently and passionately about the, the joys of being self-employed and being your own boss, um, about the, the, you know, the benefits of not having to ask for time off for school sports day and things like that. <laughs> um, and, and, you know, it's been, it's been a fantastic conversation today and I have no doubt that your, uh, your words of wisdom today will have inspired many people to go off and, and, you know, really investigate this and think about this a lot a lot more. All that's left for me to say today is a massive thank you to Lauren Livingston from Live Creative and Caroline Gowing and Vicky Matthews from Pink Spaghetti. Lauren, how can people find out more about Live Creative? Um, if they head over to my website, it's www.livecreativedigital.co.uk and I'm also on Facebook as Live Creative. And I, sh- I should say, I'll, I'll, I'll do you a wee turn here. The Live Creative is L-I-V and it's not getting you in the end, right? So just in case you're, you're looking... Yeah. And you end up in a furniture shop or something like that. It's not the same place. <laughs> um, and Caroline and Vicky for Pink Spaghetti? So our website is www.pink-spaghetti.co.uk. Uh, we're on all social media platforms. Um, and if you just Google Pink Spaghetti, we appear. Excellent. Again, thank you all. Uh, And if you enjoyed this episode, you can subscribe to the series via your usual podcast app. And if you want to find out more about the Mind Your Small Business series, you can do so at www.axat.co.uk forward slash podcast. And you can also get loads of brilliant small business advice from AXA's Business Guardian Angel site, which is at www.axat.co.uk. Next week's episode is a special bonus... It's one all about our recent Startup Angel event. Uh, so join me, Gordon Rutherford, and another couple of special guests for that. And we look forward to welcoming you. And again, thank you to our listeners and thank you to our guests today.